it was like I was in a hall. And I was walking to meet with a council. Now, the strange thing was that that when I looked at the council, they all had my face. Not necessarily my identical in the present moment face, but it was as if it was phases of my face. And at the time, it wasn't weird because each of those faces, each of the individuals on the council, and I'm trying to remember, I think it was about seven members on the council, it might have been nine, they had a different energy. It wasn't just their, their stance or the way that they spoke, their cadence. It was as if a solid energy was inhabiting those different phases of my face. Now, it reminds me of a, of a separate occasion where I was on stage and there was a long line coming up to the stage, uh, not up to, but in front of the stage, looking at me, picking and choosing different aspects of ways I have been in the past. So I found this very interesting. Now, there's a lot more to go into because the council was extremely beneficial, I gotta tell you, and I wanna share that with you. The question is, was it a dream? Did I make it up? Did this actually happen in a parallel universe? Was I getting a glimpse through the powers of my mind and imagination into a possible reality? Or was it just a rest stop where I could reboot, gain some information, bring it back into our world and carry on? Welcome back to your favorite podcast about miracles. My name is Jonathan Navi, your grateful host, and this is the Wake Up and Smell of the Miracles podcast, reminding you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule. It is the natural order of things. When miracles don't happen, that's the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous. You are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true, and it's all for you. Let's get started. Welcome to another gorgeous day of breathing and living and figuring stuff out. Another day of stepping up. Another day of forgetting and remembering, remembering who you really are. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast. The topic at hand is a really fun one. So get ready because we're going to delve deep into the powers of your imagination. Now, we've all heard of the stream of consciousness exercises where you sit down and you journal without thinking and see what comes out. People start riffing, freestyling, uh, sharing thoughts coming out immaculately. And in Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill has a concept called the mastermind, where you get together with individuals and you uh, get stuff done. You share your ideas, you work on it, you hold each other accountable. Um, More than that, in that particular book, he talks about having a council in your imagination of people that you highly respect and admire in their craft. People that might be able to mentor you if you met them in real life. But here's the the, the cool thing about that is that they can mentor you in your imagination. I had the experience of doing this exercise uh, about 15 years ago in a direct sales company that I was in. I would uh, spend hours in the back office just listening and watching to old, old trainings of the most successful people in the company. And I remember sitting down and, and writing this script this dialogue. I I chose the ones that I really resonated with at the time and respected. 
And I just started writing, you know, I wrote the person's name down and then their dialogue and their communication to me and the way that I was behaving and responding to their communication to me. And it's funny because if you read it today, you can pick up the energy of the people that I was technically channeling back then in this fictional conversation. And the darnest things happen. Sometimes the wisdom that comes out is laughable because it's so good. And it's not like you're actually communicating with these individuals, so it's really coming from you. And to take it to another level, we are all connected to one source, so we can ask to receive some wisdom from an energy that may seem completely outside of us in identity and who we've been and are becoming. And that's the beauty of it. We're always becoming. Therefore, we can always call in, command, demand, ask for a type of energy that you would like to harness in your life. But that requires removing so many limitations. Many limitations, little limitations, even if you have 99% faith, you have 1% doubt, you're out. Faith requires the 100%. Doing these exercises requires being like a kid again. Playing not the what if, but the make believe. And seeing what happens. Because the what if allows you to direct and manipulate whatever story and wisdom wants to come out, while making believe you sit there and you jot down. You're a stenographer in this thing. So, let's explore what having a counsel for yourself, a mastermind, you know, because the imagination part is essential. It's fun. It can be hilarious. It can be full of depth and heart. I do believe you also need to complement it with a physical one, the mastermind one. Because to live as a walking, talking paradox, not that that's what you want to do, but as dope-ass individuals, we are paradoxes, and I'm just trying to help communicate and navigate the waters of that paradox. I believe that balance requires having one foot in the ethers, one foot on the ground. We grow our essence and our being to such a large capacity that we can see in all worlds at once without being overwhelmed, without being confused, without being called crazy. We've been in the time of integration. So you should feel, and I said should, safe. And that should ought to be turned into a practice. Practice feeling safe in your everyday life. Because you are. You are supported. Stuff will happen. But the stuff of miracles is the stuff that gives you the strength to persevere. To have the improvisational bag to reach in and figure it out somehow. Do the deed. Be of service. Do the thing. Be of service. This is a fun one because I I definitely get to tap into the self-development books that touch on this topic, but also the entertainment, the superhero uh, aspect of things. On the show The Flash, there is a character named Harrison Wells, and there are many Harrison Wells, many iterations from different Earths, and by the end of his arc, spoiler warning, He's able to have a council of wells, and and they each represent a different profession. And when you're trying to save the world, it can be very useful to tap into the other versions of you and to have a cohesive conversation, a mastermind of sorts. In the Marvel Universe, there is the story of Kang the Conqueror. And originally, when the Kangs discovered each other, they were working together until the Kang greed got heavy and they started to to war with each other, to reign supreme, Kang the Conqueror.
even now, I feel that you'd be able to imagine what some of these other versions of you might say. You might be able to imagine sitting down with one of the greats living or dead. And imagine what they would say to you around the the recent query that might be in your heart that you may not have spoken out loud yet. It might be a a family member. That's the thing. People pass away and we can still hear their voice. We can still connect to their spirit. So as you sit there listening to these words, as you stand or walk or do your thing, whatever you do while you listen to this podcast about miracles, start to, to... to receive some of that energy. And I truly hope that none of it is harsh. You know, my intention is that some of the stuff coming through right now for you is is humorous. You know, being called out for me when I hear these voices, um, doing this exercise of uh, writing out and scripting this imaginative aspect and the imagination of hearing the voices, I love being called out to a point where it makes me laugh. I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. One of my favorite versions of me is, is like my best friend, like closer than my best friend because it's me, just older and wiser and cryptic, but hilarious. It's like my language. I'm like, yeah, it's one of the most fun I've had channeling another aspect of myself. And what might some of these other entities that are connected to divine source, that are connected to you, to consciousness might say? Well, I'll start sharing by uh, sharing what they might say to me. And maybe that message might be something they say to you. These messages are out of time. They're not in linearity. So whenever you hear these words, whenever they're spoken and uttered again, is when anybody's supposed to listen to them, including myself. So one might say, um, contemplative, receptive, and am I making headway? Be with the feelings, observe and release the energy of a savage the energy of a beast, an angelic monster making a difference, making a feast. But the goal over here is actually peace. What's the deal? How can I describe the next step? The pieces that fit, they go together, right? Someone else might say, well, the plan is a plan, a plan that can change. Just clear communication is the way to save and convenience. So start from scratch, create from clarity, detach the crap, lighten the burden plainly, effectively move forward, headed toward an unwavering destination. Start from scratch every morning. And I would say something like, wow, that's really great. I feel like I know that, but hearing it again is actually wonderful. So thank you. I love you. Bless you. Thank you. And then I'd get a response like, I love you more, love you more than I've been willing to accept, more than I've given us credit for. So it's time to honor us by taking the next step. Yes, yes, spark your own fire. The plan of execution is the current to your desires. And I'd be like, can you elaborate on the current of your desires? It sounds great, but what does it mean? And without rhyming, I'd get a response back like, well, the current of your desires is the energy that propels it forward. And it's like a rush of a canal of water making its way through for the first time and then over and over and over until there's a solid riverbank. And that water that goes through the riverbank is the energy current that powers your actualized desires. Not to compare it to a water slide, but Enjoy the ride. Now I know that I must step up to the plate and lead by example in order to give the best examples. I like to teach on things that I've been doing for years that I've seen tremendous benefit from. And I love exploring ideas and possibilities together. Because as I've said before in the past, there are no accidents. Nobody comes across this, these messages, if it wasn't for some divine timing. So it's exciting to get this all out. It's like airing out all the good stuff. It's not dirty laundry, it's clean laundry. And it's showing you how you can have the best of the best with the tools that are out there. Little things that make life a little bit more fun. 
And I'm grateful that I get to share some of these passages, some of this poetry that that has been laid down on paper for, for many years and sometimes only for a few moments before I share them with you. But it's exciting because you can do the same in your own way. You are being encouraged to become a mentor and not, I'm a mentor, now I'm looking for a mentee, but to get out there somehow and start talking about the things that, that you're passionate about. Do the thing and be of service seems to be the theme going around right now. And I'm just one of the conduits and vessels that is sharing that. I was listening to to something or reading something, who knows these days, and I learned that Marshall Mathers, Eminem, and Sean Carter, Jay-Z, have two distinct, different ways of being geniuses. Eminem used to, and probably still does, and this is the model that I took when I became obsessed with self-development and personal development and spirituality and I I still have that in me that obsession to seek more so his technique was to to write everything down always have a notebook around and keep on writing and and I took that on in my own way in order to to get better at the things that I want to be better at and I started when I was in sixth grade Jay-Z is an immaculate layer layer down of amazing rhymes basically i learned that he listens to music for a little bit and then he's like all right and he just goes on one take he doesn't rehearse he doesn't jot it down he listens and then in my opinion he opens up his vessel his channel and he just lets it flow and that's a technique that i also employ especially here on wake up and smell the miracles i tune in to the energy and then Boom, we just go, we let it run, it's one take, and and it's it's interesting. Eminem is a millionaire, Jay-Z is a billionaire. And I don't think that, that their technique is a correlation, but I do like to, to take a look at, at what successful people have done, have been doing, and see how I can implement it into my life, not for the purpose of getting to that millionaire or billionaire status, but for the purpose of becoming better, refining and fine-tuning that gift, that skill. And I lean towards the things that are exciting to me. I love Marvel. I love superheroes. I love Atlas Shrugged. I love self-development. I love the psyche, psychology, human behavior, storytelling. And for me, that's all one one lump thing that I can navigate through because there are so many different examples that I can tap into where superheroes may not land for somebody, but something else may. And I like to keep my net cast wide in simple ways and fun ways so that, so that these words aren't just lost on consciousness. They're not just lost on, on a podcast that exists. It exists now, it is here. And it will be here somewhere for somebody to find who has that same GPS soul signal that is being led day by day, moment by moment, to the message and the teachers and the magic that you were destined to find in order to do the thing that you desire to do. I've had so many counsels over the years. I remember having a physical counsel, the counsel, an elder cosmic woman pinpointed me and three of my friends and called us the counsel. And from that day on, we took that seriously for many years. And when the council would get together, big things were bound to happen. Magical things, fun things, of service things. And I've tinkered. I've tinkered with the imaginary council. And I've had a lot of fun with it. And there are so many versions and aspects and ways that you can go about it. One of my favorite ways is to time travel. Tune in to yourself. Tune in to your core to who you really are, 
to your soul purpose, your soul essence, everything that you are in one orb. And have fun. This is a creative exercise. Sit down with a journal and receive a message. Receive a letter from your seven-year-old self. Receive a letter from your 14-year-old self. Receive a letter from your 21-year-old self. And this is where we start to blend time depending on your age. Reach out to your 35-year-old self. Reach out to your 60-year-old self. Reach out and receive the messages. You will be surprised at the clarity that they come through in. Now you don't have to do this in one sitting, but it is a nice intention to lay down into place. Because I promise you, you will receive messages that are magical. You will receive messages that are inspiring. You will have thought that you have done the exercise, but a few days later, after getting up off of the couch, you'll hear a voice, your own voice, say something that is groundbreaking and paradigm shifting, and it will rework and restructure your world in a delightful way, in an encouraging way. Now, it may be a heavier way, but your muscles are strong enough to hold that which comes into your life. Nothing is happening to you. It is happening for you and it's happening through you because you are the chosen one. You are the one that is able to handle everything that comes into your life. You are the gift, the light, the love, and the blessing. You are the sparkle in many people's lives. You are the giggle in many people's presence. Remember that. Because you are needed, and I can remind you of that over and over again, and perhaps throughout your day you will experience things that remind you of that, and instead of feeling bad, you remember that you have time in your day, no matter how busy you are, to sit down and write for five minutes, to sit down and breathe for five minutes. Give yourself at least five minutes of you time. Tap into and call in this council. The council council of yous or the council of your inspirations I don't like to put people on pedestals I don't because we're all colleagues and every human is flawed your heroes will always let you down unless they don't never meet your heroes is what they say you can't go home is what they say but home is where the heart is home is where you create home is your territory your soul your essence your spirit so take the time and have fun. You can tap into a fictional council. Perhaps you want the main Avengers to be your council. Thor, what do you think I should do about this? Ha ha ha. Well, Navi, remember, you are mighty. Maybe you want to tap into some fictional characters like the main characters from Atlas Shrugged which I have done and is very encouraging and awesome. These characters, these fictional characters, they develop their own voice in our own minds. And you may not be aware of the voice that speaks to you in your head, but I do hope it's yours and I do hope it is empowering and elevating, perhaps sometimes even sexy. My old mentor, Richard Bandler, used to say that, that people from Jersey talk in his nasally voice and they, they talk in their head and they always putting themselves down like you, you screw up. And he says, you don't have to change the dialogue, but you do have to change the tonality so you can hear the same thing. Oh, you screw up. You always mess things up. So that's a fun, creative way that you can take control of that internal dialogue if your dialogue isn't so positive. And if it is positive, but you still get that cringy voice in your head, you have the ability to play with that voice. You can install Sam Jackson's voice or Morgan Freeman's voice or Scarlett Johansson. Whatever you want, it's your world. Your internals, your creativity, your soul, your spirit, that is your territory, that is yours. How do you want to decorate it? What kind of help do you want making sure that your 
redesign goes according to plan. And guess what? It won't go according to plan. But if you have a cool team, a great team, a great council that you can check in with in the real world physical or and in the mental, creative, imaginative, it can be really fun. One time I was going through some, some rough times. I was uh, in the early days of, of detox from alcohol. And the veil was thin. I was feeling down and I was seeking answers. And I got some, some great messages that I'll share with you here today. I dare you to write Right to soothe your indiscretions. You slacking on your dreams, not dedicating years to the reasons of your existence? Well, time is a disguised blessing. Urgency is key to fulfilling destinies. And if you bleed your heart through the ink in this pen, maybe your stagnancy wouldn't have been in vain. So, right to feel alive again. It's the act of co-creation. Thought and movement making love, impregnated by feeling these poems. The results in times of desperation consult your inner wisdom tell you yourself your pros and cons to stay or depart to be or not to be is not even an option exist you exist i exist i do something with it do something with it blessings don't come with a fine print curse the highs are highs and the lows are low of course that's fantastic it's the whole spectrum sign up for the entirety not parts of it so you're gonna have your ups, you're gonna have your downs, and it's gonna be well worth it, because you can handle it. There's much to ex excavate through, and it must be done. But we can do it together. We can do it in tandem. Regardless of where you are on your timeline, faith is knowing that there is a timeline where you are actualized, where you are the deal. You are in high demand. And who's to say that's not true in your timeline right now? You might just be missing it. It's not act as if. Act as you know. Act in faith. Be of service. Seriously though, what is your intuitive superpower? Is it strategy and understanding? Intention, clarity, action, movement, purpose to every movement. Intention to every thought and action. Deliberate creation. Thoughts impregnated by feelings. Because energy flows from you, whether you know it, intend it or not. Or would you rather be a nourishment to the earth or poison to your community that's up to you and i think you know the answer but what's the gap you're trying to close only you know that and i could tell you but you know it's like getting a change of clothes you'll feel much better when you choose your own stand taller chin up eyes up rise up that fire is burning that fire is cleansing that fire is clearing out the fog ironically so remember you're a minister of possibilities and it starts with yourself lead by example exude your joy because you allow permission slips for people to pick up just because you were there before exude presence confidence and conviction using passion vulnerability creating a beautiful sense of authenticity Break the trance of mediocrity. Break the trance of mediocrity. Escape the jungle by plunging into the majestic symphony of your heart's pulse. Yeah, I'm talking about the way your heart beats. The living desire that beckons your existence. And if you don't believe me, believe yourself. Because there is no other day than today. Counsel can be anybody, like I said, your family. And there is something called the twin flame journey. And it's an exciting one. Uh, basically, you have a divine counterpart. And this divine counterpart is a frequency that travels through individuals. With your long committed partner. That twin flame union activates parts of yourselves that make you larger. 
it's like you share a higher self. You each have a higher self. But think of the Power Rangers when they combined their dinosaurs and created one big monster to fight another monster. And sometimes you can channel this twin flame energy, your divine counterpart. I believe on my path and a lot of the poetry, most of the poetry that I wrote, I wasn't talking about an individual person. I was channeling that divine cosmic energy. I was writing to my divine counterpart, the higher self aspect, and I would get responses back. And having conversations with my wife, she experienced the same thing on her journey. And nobody needs to be a duplicate of the journey that we've had. But if love is is something that inspires you, that awakens you, the ultimate of ultimate love, then I do encourage you to perhaps put your twin flame on this council. Whether or not you're in a relationship, we're all connected to that higher twin flame union and energy. So sometimes my poetry came off as if I was talking about this arrogant type of love. But when I talk about the self-love, I'm talking about the love that you may have for you, that anybody listening may expand on and exude for themselves. So I'd like to share another one with you. I was seeking for me, but I found you. No, I found me and attracted you. Ally, reciprocal and spirit, lover, and we're in this magical place of you and me. We traveled universes to assemble here. I invited you, you, me, and we're in this union. To be cliche, I'm so in love, but it's my kind of love and my expansive, explosively ecstatic reality, empowered by my vision, ma magnetically aligned to my mission. I never stopped loving. I don't shut down. I grow and empower. Any reality has the presupposition that it's real. And as I live mine, I stand as it. It's the pulse of my existence. I'll relentlessly kiss my dreams and make them shown and swoon moment by moment. I take action with this conviction. And what's needed for me to go on reveals herself so purely to me innocently, aroused, creating the synchronistic dance with the universe. Our rhythm, that which beckons us forward, upward, inward. My creativity awakens in your presence. My love for existence, dominion over my kingdom. A wizard and magician with my creations. A warrior in defending this love. Now this energy creates a type of urgency. An urgency that awakens my soul and awakens my third eye. It opens up my throat chakra. Because I've made a whole lot of messes in my life. But today and every moment I get to make amends. I get to clean up the path that I am walking on. Clean as I go. Don't wait for later. And don't toil about the things I cannot clean up. That was over 600 miles away ago. But I can love, I can intend, I can clean in this moment. When this urgency is surging through my scope of vision, the importance of what I do in every second widens. A cue, a cue to lethargy, laziness, and apathy. Apathy. How could it be any other way? Whose illusion are you buying? What's it costing you? Because there are things you can do free of charge. And if you're in charge, then do the dance and inspire your subordinates. Empower them to rise up and get promoted, see? Yeah, this is the grand sea of opportunity on the ocean. This is the time to swim, to fly, to surf, and let your laughter exude off of your body. The paradox here is going with the flow and being in allowance, but having this sense of urgency moment to moment. Your purpose is not out there. Your purpose is moment to moment. Right now, my purpose is to record this. But in a few moments, my purpose will be to stop recording. 
and I will give it everything I have. I have no other time but now. I am locked in and my alarm is sounding loud. So as you take on this urgency, place it where you must, place it where you desire. Everything is in perfect timing. And you're also elevating, expanding, activating, and evolving. You're evolving past the per current spectrum. You're evolving past the current moment. The beauty is that you can't out-evolve and out-learn your current timeline, lifetime, heartbeat. And with that, let's move into a concept and add some light to its darkness. Let's open up our minds, open up our hearts, let it land and see where it fits in our view and scope of the world. The concept of imminent death is not scary, is not sad. It is a powerful tool. Death is a powerful tool to remind you that right now, you have a sole purpose and responsibility to live in a certain way. A way that is aligned for you and your family, your community, and your maker. There is a way to live where death is not scary. The shamans die so that they don't have to die again. On the hero's journey, we do have to die and be forged so that we may be reborn like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Imminent death is simply here to remind us that there is an urgency. You don't need to freak out or be overwhelmed or feel like you're running out of time. Why does it feel like you're running out of time? Are you running out of time? Yes and no. But if you have this calling, if you have this, this urge to create, to do something, to make a difference, make an impact, to be a greater provider, to be a greater producer, to be seen, to be heard, to be known, then this concept of imminent death can be very helpful. And I have a strange view on death. I don't believe that your personal consciousness can never experience death. It can only experience transformation. And that we may have already died thousands of times, millions of times, who knows? We are creating a parallel universe in every choice point that we make. That's a lot. That's more than we can ever humanly count. I do believe that that people in parallel realities experience our death. And that we may experience the death of other people that we love and know. But I have this crazy theory that in our consciousness, you don't go to heaven or hell regardless of what you believe. I used to think that, that when you die, what you believe in is what you experience. Now, I am starting to think that something different happens. And that you cannot die. Who has ever explored, thought about, or been so depressed that they thought about ending their own life? Who's been in an accident where they shouldn't be alive? Who's gone through some trials where what they've done should have killed them, but they're still alive? Luckily, we do get to experience those stories, those true stories. But for, for our individual consciousness, I do believe that moments where you died, you respawn, you reset, and you keep on living that timeline where you didn't die. It's tricky, it's weird. And it doesn't take away from the grieving aspects of, of death that we experience in our lives. It's just interesting and it's different. 
And I don't know if that's soothing at all. But I do believe that, that you will continue to live life, and maybe this is why we experience deja vu sometimes, until you do the thing that, that your soul wants so badly for you to do and to experience. Nothing is by accident. Coincidence is just to coincide. So with that imminent death and adding of urgency, I believe is a powerful tool. Stay alive. Set the intention to be the love, the light, the blessing. To give your gift, no matter what. Because it is inevitable for you to experience everything your soul has chosen to experience, which does include the prosperity, abundance, glory, and fulfilling relationships, healthy relationships. Perhaps a completely diametrically opposed reality. It is yours to experience. It is yours to make manifest. And we're only continuing, continuing to explore this concept to become more in the constant stage of becoming so these reminders are not to make you feel bad they're to get you to stop think get creative and do something about this call that you have why am i so adamant about coming into the booth being in the studio and sharing this message with you it's beyond me i am trusting intuition i am trusting and not trying to judge my performance in this particular moment and you know what i don't have to but i can comment on it because i know what that's like but what i've been doing since day one on this podcast is trusting not overthinking I have. I mean, we've had some pretty long hiatuses at times. And we get a nice flow of momentum. But right now, it is just about trust. Think about that. I'm not wasting my time here and neither are you. We're in this together. So I thank you for that. And we shall continue with these messages. I don't know if you know this. But a lot of people are afraid to admit that they talk to themselves or even to consciously cultivate the practice of talking to yourself. You only have you your entire life, right? You can have God, you can have your family, but no one will know you the way you can know you. The ins and outs, the awesomeness of it all. Only you will be that intimate with yourself your entire life. And yet, you will still have blind spots. Isn't that funny? People are afraid to be called crazy if they speak out about hearing voices in their head. We all hear voices in our head. Maybe there, there is a medical condition where you don't have an internal dialogue. But I do believe we can cultivate healthy voices in our head not voices that tell you to do horrible things but voices that encourage you and empower you i mean who puts on headphones and start listening to some good ass music most of us music is life melody is the rhythm of life therein lies your leverage okay Get over the hump of thinking that you're crazy to even think about cultivating a relationship with yourself or crazy to even think about playing with the voices in your head. Get over that hump and realize that this is your greatest leverage because who knows you best? Who will know you best? You. But who will know your blind spots best? Your subconscious. And that's the power that can come from, from casting certain individuals that you look up to. And I don't know who you look up to, but it could be a, a room with Tony Robbins and Elon Musk and fictional characters like Tony Stark and Thor and your great-great-grandmother or great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. You can speak to your ancestors. 
You can tap into wisdom that is in your DNA, in your cells, in your blood. Blood is the information of eternity. Now, that may sound weird, but it is our life force. It has been passed down through procreation. And if you think about that, think of how miraculous it is that of all the possibilities that could have happened, you are the one that won the race, that chose to be in this incarnation, in this physical vessel, which is perfect as is, and which gives you the free will and choice to change it at will. And yet we live on this earth in this three-dimensional plane that has tragedy and trauma, that has the type of contrast that allows you to experience the highs of highs and the lows of lows. So focus on the leverage here. Because once you choose your counsel, you must be coachable. Don't go to them and ask for assistance and then not do the thing. I've been guilty of that with real-life mentors and my imaginary mentors as well. They tell me exactly what to do. Even in this moment, I know the formula to do the thing, and yet there's still something that I'm not doing. But if I keep going back to a higher level of accountability, if I keep speaking to this, if I continue to consistently create a community where men feel comfortable sharing their thoughts, where they feel safe, exposing their wounds so that we may all heal together in confidentiality, then perhaps I will keep moving the pieces necessary to get to the next phase. Because the next level is always inevitable. You can't out-evolve your own lifetime. I hope you never get to a place where you're like, yep, I'm done whether it's in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or even in your hundreds. Never done. You can't be done. There's too much genius and magic running through you. And to think of that can be overwhelming. That's why we start with these bite-sized pieces to begin to unravel what is underneath. Because at the end of the day, we have never ever really scratched the scratch. We can discover amazing, expansive, magical things. But that is just a portion, still just a portion of all the magic and abundance that is available to you. So as you find your leverage, as your subconscious knows your blind spots the best and you know you the best, when you choose these characters to play your mentors on your council, it's okay for them to be emotionally manipulative. That's what you want. And then you want to be coached by that. That's why it's funny. Because it's you doing the work on you. But you're getting other cast members. In your imagination. To play along and have their own voice. And to give you the message that you may need. In that particular moment. In the particular way that it comes to you. Your why is something that is talked about often, and that is leverage. That is your leverage. If you have your why, your reason why you're doing anything in front of you, then you will have that motivation to go forward. But sometimes that's not enough, and that's why having the type of leverage where your subconscious knows your blind spots, your weaknesses, in a world full of distraction and chaos, your counsel can help you create a circle of focus and order. If you don't have a sacred space where you can create and step into a circle of focus and order, there is an imbalance because the world is disorderly. The world is full of distractions. It's full of chaos. So for you to be the person you desire to be, you need to consciously create the sacred space, enter the circle of focus, the circle of order. Because from there, you can go out into the world, which is movement, light. It is everything at once. But we need your circle of focus, your circle of order, so that your gifts may be bestowed. And more than that, may your gifts be received from that place. Create and generate a romance with this aspect of life within that circle of 
determined focus, in that circle of magical order. From there, if you choose to connect to your twin flame energy, everything becomes a romantic affair. Everything becomes a dance. Yes, there is still conflict that you must navigate through, but you're at a different place of power. Natural power is your birthright. Not forced, not forcing yourself to be domineering over a world that isn't accepting your way of being. No, your power is in being and altering the reality within your vicinity. Just by your being, you give others permission slip to investigate, to figure out what their magic is. And that's pretty cool. That's a great way to be of service. Being of service automatically makes you intrinsically valuable. And you were born intrinsically valuable and you still are. So it's a cyclical aspect of being intrinsically valuable. Now, now just sit with that. All right, let's take a pause. Take a deep breath. And sit with the fact that you are intrinsically valuable. Don't think of anything else. Clear the space in your mind from anything else and just be with yourself in your heart right now in the knowing, in the feeling that you are intrinsically valuable. All you have to do is be. Breathe, nourish yourself, take care of yourself because that benefits the world around you, believe it or not. It is the way that it is. Don't be fooled by the distractions. Don't be fooled by the, by the advertisements. You are what is necessary. Those ads need you more than you need those ads. Remember that. You are the one with all the power. All the cards are stacked in your favor. Remember that. Now take a few moments here. Breathe, exhale. Breathe in. Hold. Exhale. Get weird. Get strange. Get creative. Get abstract. Become systematically crazy. Be the difference maker without uprooting the world around you and causing chaos. Have the relaxed intensity that allows you to inspire others and empower others. Make statements that make people turn their head and scratch their head. Own it. Love it. One of my favorite things about life is that you can be walking, you can be driving, you can be swimming, and always have a good tune in your mind. A good song with lyrics that you can make your own, lyrics you can twist around, lyrics with words you can change, no disrespect to the artists. God bless them for their service of expressing an aspect of humanity through their music, through their songs, through their instruments, through their lyrics. But you can make your own and you can find lyrics that mean the world to you, that explain who you have become, who you are. Explain where your soul is at better than you can with simple words. Music is a tool that can help us understand and explain. The days of making a mixtape are not over. The days of burning a playlist on a CD is not over. The days of making playlists on whatever streaming app you use intentionally is not over. Personally, I've had a soundtrack to the seasons of my life. Spring, summer, fall, autumn. Autumn and fall are the same, yes, I know. And winter. Seasons 
over the years since 2016 that represent the music that meant something to me that showed up. They're like anchors. I can go back to that playlist and think to myself where I was in my development. I can pat myself on the back. I can remember all the councils I've been in. All the councils I've been invited into. All the councils that I created. The mastermind. And that's the beauty of this. Get in the practice, even if it's just in your mind and your imagination, to be in a mastermind. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Seek out the communities that consistently hold the space for people to come in, share, grow, evolve, do something together, make an impact. You're not in this alone. There are many more of us waiting to call upon one another, either to ask for our help or to be of help too. This is why we're here. This is the magic. Am I right or am I right? You tell me. So, please, listen to the music of your heart. Seek out communities. Personally, I'm able to offer men a safe space on Monday nights on a free Zoom call. The Leading Man Initiative, our Monday night Get Your Week Started Right calls. And as a leader, as a director of the Leading Man Initiative, I am able to, to ask the question ever so often, okay, we've been doing this for a bit, why do you keep coming back? People's responses make me want to tear up because I wasn't always the guy that held the space and offered the opportunity for other people to step in and come in. Maybe I've always had this inclination to be a team builder, a master team builder. That's always juiced me. But here we are, and I've done something consistently that allows men to come in and heal and do the work without being overwhelmed. And the work I'm talking about is that inner work, the brutal honesty, to be able to sit in a circle of other men who hold up a mirror to your bullshit. That is powerful. To know that if you're in the circle, it's all love. So anything can be said, anything can be shared. And none of it will be leaving the circle. Because without confidentiality, confidentiality, none of the work is possible. There needs to be more spaces for men and women, together or apart, together and apart, to be able to commune in community. And we live in a world where it's so prevalent and easy right now. So seek it out, explore what is out there. What is out there? So much, pick and choose which one feels right for you. You can even dabble at the beginning if you want. This one's not for me, this one's not for me. I like this one, but it's not for me. But boom, all of a sudden at the right time, you go back to one of those or you find a new one. Life is community. Without community, we go freaking insane. So I'd like to share one of these melodies that, that describes me to a certain degree. It describes me from a time and place where I was still trying to figure out who I was. I was in high school. I like to reminisce about a time I've never had. A book that no one read. A film that never made me sad. You remind me of a place I've never been. And something no one said when I was 17. One fine day in the middle of the night, you wake up in it. One fine day in the middle of the night, but you probably won't admit it. Yeah, you probably won't admit it. Don't rewrite my history. 
Because you never really know how much you did mean to me. One fine day, you do wake up in it. That's the thing about these songs. The artist's job is to reflect back to humanity, their humanity. And that involves these, these ups and downs, these emotions, these ex existential questions. And it's fun. It's awesome. How exciting that we get this experience. And that's for you to answer. And it's for you to lean into because I encourage you to be more and more excited about the things happening in the present moment. There's always a gift. There has to be. For the sanity of sanity, there has to be a reason. And I don't ever need to know the reason. But there's silver lining must exist in some form or fashion, somewhere. When you get that spark of inspiration, motivation, oh, why don't you give it a go? Remember that thing I said I'd do, but didn't? I don't, but my subconscious does. Reality doesn't blink unless you submit to your soul's wish. A matter of fact, a divine kiss to arouse and reveal destiny's bliss. Deeply enchanted, past sordid, erratic deployment, desired exposure, erotic unfoldment, enlightened expression. Zoom into an extension of existence. Deep thoughts, 2020 vision. Release tension. Release tension. Visit extraordinary emotional stations. Drop defenses, covert protective main mission, kissing strategy, full ignition, plan heart and action, full fusion. What is this motion? The soul is a massive exhibitionist, stronger than your stubbornness. When it comes to the fire, it will extort you to be consumed by. It's an addiction to be seen and heard, felt and expressed on all levels. And don't confuse addiction with a birthright. It gets confusing because the God vehicle you inhabit is meant to run on full cylinders. And guess what? I found out through the help of the council, my council, that it is my sole responsibility to navigate these waters, the waters of my life. I've trained for this and I'm prepared for anything, all circumstances in a glorious opportunity. This reality I dwell in and co-create thrives on how exciting, no matter what surface this is. Reconnect. Come on. Reconnect the sparks of your reason for existence. That connection is explosively unstoppable. Urgency surges and breaks barriers. The fact that things weren't created fairly is the advantage we can use to our advantage. The fact that the world is unfair is your advantage because you can become better. I am not at the whim of my moods. I honor them by feeling them then empowering them with truth. I have an endless supply of inspiration, motivation on command, momentum investigation. Instigate that thing that makes your soul move and groove in delight. That ecstatic dance, that ecstatic shout. Yes, yes, yes. Reach into the evidence of something great happening. If it can happen for another, it can happen for you. Am I right or am I right? But if it can happen, that feeling, that motion exists and you don't have to be a trained actor to go on and look for videos of people celebrating the greatest wins. A level of achievement and success where you're on the chair, screaming and shouting, thank you, yes, celebrating that billion dollar day. And it's not about money, it's about the energetics and the feelings that achieving things place in your body. Remind yourselves, remind your mind and your heart what it's like to win. 
fabricate and generate because that is all life is. Life is a process of fabricating and generating emotions, thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Boom. Everything is now in your hands. You're in control. That is all you ever need to know. If you don't have a plan for your life, someone else will make a plan for you and you may or may not like what they have planned for you. So what is your plan? What do you want your plan to be? What's next? Before you find out what's next, what's now? What is being birthed from your heart and your soul right now? Whatever thoughts are coming in, that is being birthed. Whatever thoughts are landing, they are seeding so that more may be birthed and you can have and create and generate and fabricate a most beautiful metaphorical garden for the world to take part in, to celebrate. The world is your partner. Treat it as such. Treat yourself, treat your partner, and treat the world like the person you love the most. And then create a council and consult with them. Make it a practice to go to your council, to have meetings. You have been summoned to my imaginary council. It's time to talk about how to deal with this particular situation. It's all there within you already. And I thank you for letting me share, letting me go on this flow and this adventure with you week by week. Go out and have a blessed rest of your week. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast. My name is Jonathan Navi. I am your grateful host, reminding you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule. It is the natural order of things. When miracles don't happen, that's the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous. You are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true, and it's all for you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Take another listen, refer to a friend, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. Stay tuned for some special words from myself. It is an honor and a privilege to thank you for tuning in to your favorite podcast about miracles. As a reminder, our episodes will now be released every Sunday morning for you. And you can listen to this at any given time throughout your week. You can always visit us on Instagram at Wake Up Smell Miracles or our Facebook page, the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast page. And you can visit our sponsors and content creators on Instagram at True Freedom Media, at God Meets Goddess, at The Leading Man Initiative. And if you want to contact me directly, you can find me on Instagram at Inception Saints. And I always encourage you to join the conversation. Tell us how these words are affecting your life. Ask questions. Spread the word. In deep, deep reverence and gratitude for being able to be here with you and to share these moments. My name is Jonathan Navi, and I will catch you on the next episode of the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast.